Well, good evening. Welcome to Did You Hear That? My name is Jeff Hare. The lamp is lit. We're good to go for another session. Along with my producer, the great Russ Omar. How you doing, Omar? Glad to hear you're doing okay. Hope you had a nice day today. Hope everyone had a nice day today. You know, I was thinking about something today. Saturdays, when we were kids, it was just like a cool day. You know what I mean? Saturdays always are cool. I mean, let's be quite honest with it, but... Uh, I remember as a kid, it was always a big day. That was the day we get our haircuts. All right, my dad would get in the car. We'd get his 1969 Ford Galaxy 500, and we would head off to the barbershop. Now, you always knew which one was a barbershop because it had that red, white, and blue pole that would always spin. You know, it's always kind of a cool deal, right? I mean, let's be honest about it. It was just like you drive by and say, wow, look at that. Even to this day, I see one of those barber poles. I'm like, Ooh, and it takes me back. But anyway, as a kid, we'd go in there, you know, and every Every middle-aged man in town was in there. You know, they're all, I think they're getting away from their wives, to be honest with you, but they were just sitting around getting their haircut and having talking about nothing. Basically, it'd be a old black and white TV on watching some kind of ball game. And there would be a big old cooler of pop in the corner. You know, you get your pop and sit and wait. And they had a, they always had a coffee table there or a end table there with some magazines on it, you know, like uh, some fishing magazine or something like that. You know, you're always looking at it and, thinking oh wow the magazine's like 80 years old you know and it's like but it was always it was always a great experience and just to kind of hang out with the guys you know and get your hair cut as a shared experience you know with all these men in town they're all sitting around there getting you know well, it was just a cool day it really was well a few years ago more years than i care to mention i was living in detroit and we moved to this house in this neighborhood and they had one of those barber shops right with a red white and blue pool so I went in there and, and uh, just looking to see what it was all about. And it was just exactly what I remember is an old man, an old Italian fellow was the guy. His name was Johnny. He was the barber and he was, he'd run the show. He's a proprietor, one, one share shop. And he'd walk in there and he'd sit down. He had an old black and white TV on there that he loved to watch bowling on. He'd be watching bowling and there'd be a big cooler pop in the corner there, you know, and it was always a good time. And, and I went in there for a long time. Well, I think I lived there, what, 10 years or eight years, whatever it was. I think it probably went there five or six of them. And he was, he was a good man. He was a very nice guy. He was uh, somewhat confused. And I, and I say that only with uh, the best of intentions. I'm not trying to badmouth him or belittle him by any means. He, he, I mean, clearly aging is not a, not a pleasant process for a lot of people. Uh, and it's, it was a very sad thing. But I say that only with uh, the highest degree of respect for the man. He, he meant a great deal to me. And, I, I don't laugh at him. I really don't. He was very good, very good to me and my family, and my sons and, uh, and my wife over the years. So it's more of a tribute to him than anything else. But he was kind of confused. And, uh, the first thing I think he forgot how to do was really cut hair. You know, and that was kind of a sad thing because he was a barber. I mean, I'd go in there and get my hair cut and then I'd go home and my wife would look at it and say, nope, get back there. Tell Johnny, you got to get your little, little trimmed up a little even more on the sides there. Or tell Johnny you didn't take enough off the top or your back looks terrible. Go back and have him fix it. And I'd walk in there and he'd have a smile on his face and he didn't care. He'd sit me down and cut it again. And Jeff, what'd I charge you this time? Oh, I don't know, John, 10 bucks. Same thing you charge me every week. You know, Jeff, that's too much money. I, I, I'm charging you too much. No, you're not, Johnny. Johnny, $10 is fine. No, no, no. I'm going to give you some back. No, you're not giving me anything back, Johnny. You're not going to give me anything back. And we had argued this every week. I'm charging you too much. Finally, I'd say, tell you what we're going to do, John. Next week when I come in here, you won't charge me anything. And we'll call it even. Okay. And the next week, of course, we'd all forget about it. And he'd cut my hair. And how much did I pay charge you last week? $10. That's a lot of money, Jeff. Nope, John, here it is, $10. Jeff, you know I'm a millionaire, right? You know I don't need the money. Johnny, you need the money. You're a man trying to make a living here, and I'm going to help you out. And, and we'd have this discussion 
this discussion all the time. He, how much he was going to charge. He, uh, it, it was, it was kind of funny because at one point, he always loved to watch bowling on that TV. Now the TV is no black and white TV, no cable, just no set of rabbit ears. Remember rabbit ears? You try to move them all around. And you put a little tin foil on them and try to get a little bit better reception. And he had this old TV that he would try to watch bowling on. And <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, after a while, you know, of course, bowling was on ABC forever, and then they took it off and put basketball on, right? So I come into the shop one day, and he's cutting my hair, and about halfway through, he gets mad and drops his clippers. And says, what's the matter, Johnny? I said, Jeff, they took bowling off TV, and they put these giraffes running up and down a, a court on there. I had no idea what he was talking about. I said, say that again, Johnny? They took, they took bowling off. They put these giraffes running up and down there. I said, giraffes? He said, basketball, basketball. Oh. Yeah, basketball. Okay. Yeah. That makes, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you about that, Johnny. I don't do programming for ABC and that's probably what they're decided to do. Yeah. I guess he picks up the Clippers and starts cutting and two or three minutes later, he throws down the Clippers and saying, Jeff, they took bowling off TV. They got these giraffes running up and down there. John, you don't say, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. That's too bad. And he do it just one of three or four times. Finally got my hair cut and I went home. First thing my wife said is, Oh, it looks terrible. Go back. Tell Johnny, takes them off the top. I walk in and I sit down in his chair and the first thing he does is throw down the clippers and starts in Jeff. They took bowling off TV, Johnny, you know, we've had this discussion a lot today. Uh, I really don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Jeff. Yeah. John, what did I charge you last week? <laughs> That's true too. That's a true story. So this would go on. And I, I, I used to really enjoy going in there. And one time, uh, Oh, there for about a oh, period of time of a couple months, I was in there one day and this guy came in and they were talking military. And Johnny is, and uh, that got Johnny going. Okay. This guy, Johnny, this guy talked about being in the military. Johnny had always talked about fighting with Mussolini in world war two in Italy. Okay. Now, whether it's true or not, I don't know, because, uh, you know, like I said, when this man come in, he and Johnny talked about it for the next two months. That's all Johnny would talk about. Every time I'd go in there, he'd talk about, I stood with Mussolini. Yeah. You know, he lost the war, Johnny, you know, no, I wasn't, I'm an American now. And I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, believe what he said, but I was an Italian and all this. Yeah. Okay. Johnny, that's good. And he'd go on and on and on about this. And he'd tell all these great stories about being in world war two in Italy. And I mean, incredibly detailed and, and he would have, you know, where he was and which, you know, rivers they cross and all this, that, and the other. So one day I go in after a couple months and like, is this all he's been talking about now? So I go in and I sit down and first thing he starts talking about is, uh, He's mad about TV. They took bowling off. And I said, this is probably three months after they took it off. I mean, it's something that stayed with him forever. And I said, hey, Johnny, I said, uh, you know, I was really fascinated when you talk about you and Mussolini in World War II. Uh, tell me more stories about it. He didn't say anything. Looked down, kind of downcast. And he says, I wasn't in Italy. I was in New Sharon, Pennsylvania. I was a coal miner. Really? You always said you're in Italy. No, I was in New Sharon, Pennsylvania. as a coal miner. And he starts talking about mining coal in New Sharon, Pennsylvania. So I don't know what's true, and I didn't care. I just let little old man talk. Uh, like I said, he's very, very nice. I know he had his big yard in his house. Now his, his house was just down the street from the barbershop. He had his big yard and these beautiful gardens. He had all these flowers. And for all the neighbor ladies, he would cut flowers and give them to them. And my wife would always get, she'd always go on a walk with the boys or whatever, and then when the kids were little, and uh, he'd come back with these big bouquet of flowers. So what'd you get that? And she goes, well, Johnny gave it to me. He's out cutting flowers and giving them to all the ladies as they walk by. And he was just a sweet old guy. That's just what he would do, you know, and, and give away <laughs> and a big, beautiful on. And it was always, it was always kind of nice. Now, ultimately what ended up happening is, is that as he got older, he got, he changed and, and got, I don't want to say worse, but that's probably the right phrase. 
He started really started yelling at neighbor kids, accusing them of stealing his figs off his fig tree. Now, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know that you could grow figs in Detroit. I really, and I still don't know if you can or not. I, I Googled it earlier when I went to write this, this piece up and it says you can, but I, I don't know. If I've ever seen a fig tree in Detroit. Um, and certainly not in his yard, but I know that he was going over there every day yelling at the kids, stay out of my figs, stay out of my figs. And the neighbor kids looked at him like he was crazy. Police would show up two or three times and get him calmed down. And then uh, finally one day I went in, there was a sign on his place uh, on, the, on the barbershop saying that he was going to close it down. Apparently his family wanted him to go into a retirement community, which is probably best. I think at this point he was, he was really starting to lose it. And uh, I felt bad. I felt bad for him. I felt bad for his family. Felt bad for all of us because, you know, every time I'd walk by that shop, I'd just see that old shop. And I think back all the times I'd go in there and he'd get me laughing about something, you know, and talking about my boys or talking about something, you know, had gone on in Detroit. He was convinced, he was convinced that the Beatles were the worst thing that ever happened to barbershops. He said, dude, Beatles put more barbers out of business than anybody. And I said, what are you talking about? The Beatles put more barbers out of business than anybody. He said, well, when those mop tops come over from England, no one got their hair cut anymore. Oh, golly, John, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, <laughs> who knows? But I do know this. As I walked by his shop, as he was in, uh, you know, as he, as he closed it down, his shop was boarded up. I'd walk by it. I'd think, what, well, I wouldn't give to go in there one more time and watch bowling with him and drink a bottle of pop and uh, just kind of hang out with an old man who just wanted someone to talk to. Rest in peace, dear sir. Thank you for all the memories. Well, again, thank you for joining me on Did You Hear That? With my producer, the great Russ Omar. My name is Jeff Hare. Take your home, Miles Davis. Hey, tomorrow I'll have a person of the week. I'll be on tomorrow. Tune in for that. And maybe Wednesday I'll come up with another story for you. Have a good one.